Hello. Hello, Ted. Hello, doctor. So you're doing you're doing grocery shopping. I'm doing laundry. So we are we are thoroughly modern men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are. Yeah. Thoroughly ah. social distance. So you wanted to debrief. What did you think? Yeah. So I think I I think I summed it up well when I said I'm not sure whether to be elated or embarrassed by how the conversation went. And I'm actually of both minds on that one. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I don't, I, there's no reason for embarrassment. Um, well, I'm, but, but, I would but, say, but, was it positive? So let me give you my reason for embarrassment, okay? Because I think this is important. But, well, if you want to share. Do you want to share or should I go? No, no, no. Go. So there so so um this issue of hospitality right or um stewardship is that there's this thing that we have done where we are inviting people to spend an hour of their day uh ideally every week and possibly quite a bit more processing stuff uh-huh it, it carries a sense of responsibility uh-huh. right is that there is people come because they are looking for something and while they're not quite sure what that is, and they're not quite sure what I'm promising, there is an obligation, I feel, to make sure that whatever we're doing is, exactly this is kind of the point I was making, is that there's an implicit promise that, you know, that this is something I want you to trust me enough to spend your time with me, and it will be worth your while. And even if it's not obvious right now, it will be something that you can tangibly uh, discern that it has benefited you in a way similar to what you were hoping for. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. And this is like, I think, should be true of everything, but it's really important when you're doing a startup. You don't have a lot of cultural capital or other structures to keep you doing it, even if it doesn't work very well. Yeah. Okay. And so the question I've been trying to figure out is, um, and it's good. Like, so I'm elated because I feel like we had, we didn't solve the problem, but I think we demonstrated it admirably. <laughs> because if this was a traditional top-down Bible study, then I would be the authority figure. And I would say, okay, this is the lesson, and these are the questions, and you should answer them. And I would be sure of getting through my material. And then I would be totally in control of the experience and what people got out of it and we are explicitly trying not to do that and we succeeded admirably in not doing that yeah but so, the what's is, the problem is precisely this um if we're not using curriculum and formal structures and top-down authority to manage and measure progress how do we know whether we are doing the Making right thing? Making any progress at all. Right, and, and or meeting anyone's needs or helping them or living up to their expectations, et cetera, right? And I think that my point is that, so there's two extremes here, right? One is the, let's say the top-down, you know, structured uh, formal Bible study with a curriculum. And the other extreme is the, 
guys get you know gathering together for in a uh, pub for beer after church where you're just chatting just for the sake of hanging out together but it doesn't matter what you get through as long as you enjoy hanging out the social club right the bible study and the social club are the two extremes and it's like okay well I, I thought you did a really good job at the introduction of saying like this is what we're trying to do like there's a great reset like things are changing and the world is you know god is giving us this extraordinary opportunity to do something new and uh, first one I think we, we, I'd like to make is like, okay, this is actually hard. Like now I know why not everyone tries to do this because it is actually extremely hard and it's really embarrassing at times. And so it's giving me more compassion for those who don't try and do this. The second thing I got out of it was that um, despite the fact that most of the guys have been with us for quite a long time, there isn't actually a clear shared understanding of what we are trying to do. I think there is a shared understanding of where we hope to end up, but not how to get there. And that's interesting. And the best news is that, okay, I think in order for us to move forward, I need to figure out, you know, the the, the core people uh, who have invested the most time, I think it was probably me, you, Steve, and uh, probably Bill, in terms of the amount of brain, ten- brain power he devotes to analyzing this. And so I feel like, okay, if I could come up with something that the four of us can say, yeah, that is what we are doing, and this is how to get there, then I feel like we'd be doing, I would have a good sense of progress. Conversely, if, if, they all, if you know, half of them say, I don't think we're going anywhere, then that's a problem. Yeah. Okay. So the most interesting thing. So uh, I think you nailed the the issue on the head. So yeah, just just so you know, I'm about to check out, but I'm I'm fine checking out. Okay. Okay. Check out of of Trader Joe's, not check out of the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so here's the funny part. Both Bill and Steven have wanted me to get more concrete and make it really clear clear what we're doing. Um, and the funny no, thing is, okay. sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Keep going. I, I will. I just, no, I'm good yeah. now. So, yeah. So they both said they want to be more concrete. And then, ironically, when I tried to be more concrete, then they started pushing back on the terms and parameters of the conversation I was trying to create, which is a really fascinating data point. Oh, was Steve what, pushing back? I thought Bill was pushing back. I guess Steve well, doesn't push back today. Well, well, but the way that, okay, and, you know, this I'm never quite sure if I'm disagreeing with Steve or not, and that's why I'm going to get together with him on Thursday to try and hash this out. But I got the sense that at least, you know, based on a simplified interpretation of the words he was using, that he was not uh, – enamored of the idea of critiquing systems you know so bill's objection was more about the even the word system because he wants to focus on relationships and you know he's all, he often you know, he still and i have made some progress he says you know when he talks about leadership he's not really opposed to people like taking responsibility and trying to lead what he really objects to is power structures which centralize the power on an individual and not on you know, the community. 
So that was a helpful clarification. Um, and I think it's the same thing with word states. When he said system, he clarified in a long series of text messages we decided to spare you from that he's really concerned about people saying like, I have a system for following Jesus as an individualistic thing. And that I think was what he was more reacting to. So there's a problem that, you know, people have those reactions. With Steve, it felt more like, you know, well, we got to focus on relationships, which I absolutely agree. And we have to focus on scripture, which I absolutely agree. But the, the sense I got, he was saying like, the implication I inferred from that is that if we focus on relationships, then we don't need to focus on structures because we're never going to have perfect structures anyway, so why waste time? And the structures he has are working well for him, and therefore he doesn't see the need to change them. At least that's what I inferred, which may not be accurate. But if, you know, if my, which made me, it's just forcing me to clarify that I think that, look, we have heart issues. That's what we spent the first season focusing on was heart issues. But then there is these things that in order to function as a group effectively, we need some structure, right? And so, and even, you know, maybe structure is a less loaded word than system. Another word that came up when I was talking to Bill was maybe even practices. Okay, we need to have some practices that this is how we do things. And that gives us some contours to our discussion. But those are less maybe uh, emotionally laden than a word like structure or system. So the exciting news, and feel free to jump back in whenever you're able to talk, is that okay, no, I'm, I'm in my I'm driving to Costco now. So okay, all right. the The hope is that we can say, okay, what are some useful practices we can adopt as a group to make sure a that you know on the one hand you know everyone has a chance to be heard and we're not just you know having the top-down authority figure tell us what to do but b we still have a sense of progress and clarity and alignment around what we are trying to do and whether we're what we're doing is getting us there does that make sense uh yeah no, I mean, I think you've identified the, the issue very much. I mean, to me, summarizing what you said, um, is, is this of any value? Are we moving towards where we want to go? And if we're not, you know, I mean, I think we've all just totally agreed that a Bible study with, you know, top-down authority figures, am I getting through the curriculum as being the matrix? It's like the silliest matrix ever, or rubric, whatever, for, for yeah. progress. Uh, but I think also, I, I don't want to, I mean, to me, I, I mean, to me, I just need to know what it's about. Well, I think everybody needs to know what it's about. There's value to hanging out and having beers after uh, after church and there's no consequences. There's no, you know, we're just going to have fun. There's value to that. But that's not really my vision for this. Um, yeah. And if that's what everybody else's vision is, I just need to know that, you know. Um, so what are the matrix and the measuring points? Um, you know, how are we going to define those? To me, I want them wrapped around like, well, okay. The way I'm, I'm, uh, we're, we're talking now, my input is going to be, I think these should be wrapped around concrete 
definable, real world, you know, okay, God, you're mentoring us to change the world. Okay. So, you know, you're not mentoring us to take standardized tests. You're mentoring us on the job and it's actually real world outputs. Okay. That's my premise. Mm -hmm. What are the real world outputs that we're joining together to do that we can't do without associating together? So, you know, what's our point of inception? What's our focus point? What do we want to accomplish? And how can it be tangible? What's, you know, like, what's the project we're working on? What is that project? Yeah, it's a really great question. And I think the, I think the, the tension, and this is, you know, where, uh, this is where this gets dangerous in the sense that, you know, a decision is a cut, right? It's a, and I, I, you know, that's why I was agonizing over this, you know, a couple of sessions ago is that once you start pitching something concrete, then people have to kind of line up for it again. You can't be neutral or vague. And, you know, people were kind of going along with it the last week and this week felt yeah, a bit like- I guess you can be, I'm totally for that. I don't feel like I'm gonna opt in at this time. It's not for me, well, that's but true. I'm glad you know it. That's right. Not a guess. The, the, right. Yeah, but well, but yes, it is because we. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing, though, right? If 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 what I think we are doing is the thing we end up doing, then if people aren't into it, then they leave, right? So they can't be for it against, but they can be for. They can. They're either in or out. I guess is probably a better way of saying it, right? Is that yeah. is this the thing that we want to do together, or isn't it? And I think that, you know, one way to to, to cheat. Uh, which I might totally do is like next week, let's pull our retrospective in sooner. Cause we have, we never really had what I would consider a great retrospective. We had the first one where you shared your vision. And then the last one uh, was more of a review than a real like retrospective. But I would love to have a conversation at some point of like, Hey, uh, what do we think we're doing here? What are you hoping we would do? And what do we think will get us there? And, but even there, I'm discovering that, uh, well, there's two things actually. One is that uh, I need to accurately gauge where people are at so I can ask questions that will lead to a productive conversation, right? Because if I'm using concepts and terms that people are not on the same page about, then it degenerates into chaos. But the second thing, which is a harder truth for me to wrap my head around, is that if we're trying to get somewhere, then we need to have some practices, to use that word, that ensure that we, so we can clearly say, yes, this is on topic, or no, this is off topic. Otherwise, we can very easily get one random conversation that can uh, ruin the experience for the whole group. And I don't know if that's happened yet, uh, though I think we may have gotten close. And sometimes it's me, by the way, who's the one who's ruining the experience. So that's where we need some practice or some perspective or structure or something. To me, to me, the direction is what I've been about my whole life, and particularly my whole professional ministry career. It's about transforming nations. And in a sense, I feel like I'm bringing all these years of experience to this, okay? Mm -hmm. But I'm also trying something new, like 
like uh, letting the letting the group come to their own conclusions and letting the presence of the Lord say, trusting that the presence of the Lord will say things without me having to say them. And maybe I also need to listen to them. So, I mean, one thing, like, like almost, okay. So, so another piece to this discussion is we, no one's, no one's listening to us online. So, you know, we had one listener. So no one's really engaging with us online yet. Although that's mm-hmm. not entirely true because uh, you're sharing the videos, people are listening to the videos, and they're, uh, you know, Steve joined us, right? You showed him a video first, and now he came on, right? Right. Yes, we use the videos as one-on-one recruiting, but we don't really have a mass audience yet, although God knows somebody we might come back and watch these things. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't have value or all not, you know, but we, but, okay, basically, and, and I'm not saying it doesn't have value just to go on the record, too. Like, we're yeah. doing this, and the whole world can see us. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm saying, cool. you know, even if it's not, you know, really happening altogether, okay? Yeah. I still think that has value, okay? Mm-hmm. But needless to say, you still need to look at the matrix so we don't have a massive audience. But one way, yeah. one way that could be a totally clarifying, like one thing I've been thinking of and praying over, like, okay, like, I love what's happened in Steve's life. I mean, his, to me, that was like, wow, that was him opening up those sessions. That's like, okay, that's, that's true Christianity. You know, that's a true value. Um, one, the effect it had on him. Then when he opened up about his pain of his career and in the marketplace, I'm like, wow, I've been yeah. praying, like, I want to actually help him. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other thing is your business is like, wow, I would love this to be like, like when we've talked about monetizing, mm-hmm. we, we made a very theoretical discussion and I was hoping to go in a much, well, whatever, it's fine. I was thinking of more of a concrete, you know, subject. Right. I would love for this to monetize your business. Like this be a reach to show Ernie giving, redesigning, doing his thing of tremendous mm-hmm. value. And people see that and go, hey, I want, I want to hire Ernie to do that for me. Mm-hmm. That to me, like even that, like to me, that would be something I'd be very open to buying into. Okay. So now mm-hmm. there's a whole nother shift. Like, like now the evaluation is, is this actually worth your time from a business point of view, Ernie? And mm-hmm. another thing is like, wow, like I would, okay. So one thing that I'm doing a lot of that I believe is going to just take off is uh, it's really business development consulting. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. just one way of terming it. I'm praying with leaders in the business world and in the government world. And I pray, I, you know, it's all of a relationship. I listen and I pray. And then uh, it's, you know, God speaks through the context of that, and that's of tremendous value. I would love to see the whole director of ethics as a code word for chief intercessor um, be the new normal in the marketplace. And, um, you know, uh, 
I'd love to equip people to do what I do in that way. On a related note, I would love to, like, what I just talked about for you. Could this be something? Can we help Steve get more gigs as a consultant on learning systems or whatever? Can we monetize what we're doing for Steve? By building a platform for him, establishing him as, a, as an authority figure that then people want to listen to. Yeah, so that's interesting. So I think the, um, I think that overlaps considerably with my vision is that is two things. One is that, right. I mean, I'm all about entrepreneurship and innovating outside the existing structures, right. And helping people process that and giving a safe space for honest feedback. Um, and the second thing is that, you know, I'm still trying to figure out what it is that I do and what to call it. And the idea of if we could make this group a prototype, of that kind of a community, that would be a really valuable thing. I think the, um, um, interesting direction in that is, um, what are the right practices for how to do that in a group setting? Right? Cause the usual way to do it, like I have a Thursday morning entrepreneurs Bible study, we get together and we share our prayer requests. And we share our praise and fellowship and encouragement. And that's really good. And that's nice. But it's really a social support system. It's not really transformational in, in the way that you and I view that. Does that make sense? Yeah. At the other extreme, there was this thing that I did, which I may have told you about, called Truthful where we are uh it, it grew out of uh, our fishbowl it grew out of an ethics bowl thing bill was part of that and it, we, uh, we talked about it as like a, the, the friendlier version of shark tank fishbowl is you get there you pitch your idea and then people give you honest feedback on what they liked and disliked and then you get to revise it and come back uh, to try and address those points and then people see how interesting people are, are in it. And um, that's something much more, less about social support and more about uh, concrete input. Um, and the, um, so anyway, that's another potential practice or format. Um, and you know the thing is right is that you know, we only have like an hour we're all together even though we can do stuff on the side and over chat the thing that's i think poignant about that for me is that like i think that could be good but i also feel like there's something much bigger right that you scoped this on which is like god's given this extraordinary opportunity where the existing systems and structures are uh mostly offline and what can we do, not just for our own business or our own ministry, but for the larger body of Christ? 
And it feels like there's probably a connection there, but I'm not quite sure what that is. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So let me explain. Uh, related note, like, yeah, no, and I, I'm, I'm talking. I don't know if I have answers either. You know, I mean, one of the things is like, I. Do you got? Have you got skin in the game? You know, mm -hmm. like, are we on the side criticizing? Are we on the side saying what's going to be better? Are we actually? You know, I mean, there's no sacrifice. There's no substitute for what you learn about when you actually dive in, you know, and try mm -hmm. to do it. And are mm -hmm. you actually improving or just? So with that is what is our sphere of influence? Now, having said that, we're all pro we're, we're not newbies at this. We're all part, we're all leaders. We've all have a track record of areas that we've had, had influence in and things we know. You know, so I mean, I think I think you know what's what's the point of inception? You know, what's the what's the what's the core? You know, like I okay. The other thing I think what's what's supposed to be a signature of um, of followers of Christ is miracles signs and wonders. But again, I want to redetermine that not as spiritual phenomenon, which it certainly mm. is, but in, mm -hmm. the, in the vernacular, uh, basically, Je what Jesus is saying is, my words have authority because they work. Look at them. And then he pointed, he says, this is what I do. Not just what I say, it's what I do. And he demonstrated it over and over. That's a very Silicon Valley thing, okay? Show me what your, show, you know, does it work? Let me work. Your invention is so insightful, but is it just an idea or does it work? Does it produce fruit? And I think, like, I want our signature to be fruit. And fruit not just of people being changed internally, that's the beginning, but walking in more authority to see relationships restored, and out of those relationships restored, economies being restored, bodies being restored, minds being restored. Still there? Yeah, I'm still there. I just paused okay. because uh, okay. I completed my thought or I got it as far okay. as I could. Good. I just want to make sure before I cut you off that you weren't still trying to say something. Okay, cool. So the phrase that comes to mind is modeling relational practices to bear greater fruit for the kingdom of God, or that bear greater fruit for the kingdom of God. And that's an interesting thing for me. So, the, you know, the idea of relational practices goes way better with people than like systems or structures. But I think that that's really what we want. We said, okay, we have a relationship. Well, I, I, this is about relationship. To me, we fought over that, which was fine. It's like, okay, there we find the things we're going to fight over we're not in agreement with. Um, I'm not sure if we landed on systems isn't the best word. Um, yeah. Anyway, but so let me just play with the phrase for a bit. It's how you just described it. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with. I, so you're not, you're not sure with relational practices? 
Well, it's, it's all in, it has to be all encompassing relational practices. So I'm nice to you. I have a great relational practice, but I still have a criminal justice system that is unjust. But I like you. <laughs> I shake your hand. I smile at you. You know, I don't mind blacks. I just like, like I and I and I just I just am blind to the fact that our criminal justice system locks them up more well, than it does whites. Well, yeah. So that, so that is a relational practice that is ineffective, right? That's, I think you're agreeing with me. Yeah, but it's much better described as a system. It's a criminal justice system. Our criminal well, justice system. Right. Well, but but I think here's the. But maybe this is how we square that circle, though. Like you and I think in terms of this, is we want a reform system that is uh, clearly a big deal for us. Other people, as we notice, just don't think in terms of systems. But in some sense, the important thing is not whether um, we, I guess Bill even objects to the phrase kingdom of God, although I'm not sure how much of that just being curmudgeonly or versus a principled I, I, objection. But, but does he object to it? Because when I asked him, when I turned it around and I said, you give me the term, he basically insists on Right, yeah. So we so, just so, have so, to so, give us the terms he agrees to, and then we come full circle. Yeah, but, but, but I think here's the interesting thing that I think is where there's potential for um, some alignment. And, and, and maybe we can hammer out the words, but if we can get the concept right, we are, um, what will make me feel like we've accomplished what God set out to, set out to do is if we model something in our group that is not just something for our group, but it is something that other people can, uh, well, I mean, I'll give you my critique, which I didn't really get around to today, right? Is that one of the real crises we have in the body of Christ is useful role models. In the sense that you have uh, you know, people who are doing extraordinary things for God, uh, but often they're in contexts which are very difficult to relate to our own. Right. You can see a missionary is what they're doing in Africa. You can see what a pastor is doing on Sunday morning. Um, but you, it's really hard for most people to relate to that and to do the translation from I have this problem here in my context. What is it look like for me to be totally sold out for God as an accountant, as a software engineer? Um, uh, things like that. And what's worse, the role models. Uh, that we most commonly use, we can misapply. It's like, oh, if I if I role as a preacher, then my way of sharing the gospel is to preach at people, which in my experience works really, really badly in most settings, right? And even, you know, I'm going to stick my neck out, even pointing to Jesus as a role model leaves a lot unexplained, right? Because like, Jesus was God. He was perfect. And Bill said, well, yeah, of course, the gospel is already about Jesus. I mean, yeah, but then the, the apostles, you know, and I think that I thought what you said was great. The thing about the apostles that we need to model was their utter humility and dependence on Jesus while they went about changing the world, right? And that tension of the two is really hard to see what that looks like in practice. I'm not even sure what that looks like in practice on our Tuesday at one o'clock calls. How do I be totally humble and open to uh, what everyone else is saying and yet 
still be devoted to changing the world. So anyways, long way to say, if we can model how to do that better, to interact with each other. But are we totally devoted way, to changing the world? Like, you know, like part of me, like, like, like you're saying, I'm taking back what you're saying. Like one, I think, wow, just like a lot of the stuff you're talking about, we had in a pre-conversation in the vision statement when we went over that design brief and I still have the to-do list of all the notes I took on there to iterate upon that. Okay. I, I haven't, I haven't put those into the, the, the brief you gave me yet. Okay. But I don't think people are familiar with that. And two, is are they totally sold out to changing the world and believe that our association together would, can actually do that, can actually move the needle, okay? And then if they are, all right. We're not coming just to talk. We're coming together to talk because we're all committed to certain goals. Like, you know, like, are you, are you, are you all in on this? Okay. Are you committed? Are you, are you, are you, are you Monday through Saturday or, or Wednesday, Tuesday, two, are you 2 p.m. Tuesday until, you know, 12.59 p.m. the following Tuesday committed to uh, changing the world? Like, like another answer to the question is the conversation we had where we pushed back where we talked about me being a missionary and you saying, can you redefine that in a way that is, uh, you know, like, like, like redefine, like, like, like basically me out of the conversation that you and I had, and I had other conversations too, I came to the conclusion that no, I'm going to be a missionary and I'm going to call myself a missionary so that I can look, Andrew in the eyes and redefine missionary and say, you are a missionary right where you're at. And this is how it has value to you. And I used Andrew as a means because this is a guy who would be similar to the same demographic. He's not on our bar call, similar to the same demographic that that ministered to him so much. And I made him shift from being a guy who was unemployed to being someone called of God who's in, who's on the front edge of this great reset. And, you know, um, and that restored his hope, it restored his vision, and now it has marketplace value to him. Because out of that place of faith, he's praying, and that's affected his job search, you know, and, and God's answering those prayers. Yeah, so I think, yeah. It's I, I, I think actually what reconciled me to that term was actually the almost accidental name of your ministry, Strategic Indigenous Missionaries. Yeah, and I want to, right. yeah, like, yeah, no, I remember, and, and, and let's let Ernie know, let's let Steve know, let's let Bill know, you are an indigenous missionary right where you're at, and if you internalize this, this is going to want to change your life completely. You're going to raise your vision higher, it's going to reinterpret everything you do, um, and then one, you're gonna you're gonna tap into an authority that's gonna have marketplace value. Like you're you're gonna have favor. You're gonna get more business. You're gonna, you know. Having said that, you know, sometimes the answer the favor is they kill you, but you come out on the other side resurrected. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah, value. yeah, that's a marketplace value, you know. Yeah, so I think that's a interesting framing. I think the. Uh, and I think this is more of a phrasing thing than necessarily a disagreement is that the 
um, is putting some stakes in the ground, right? This is about becoming strategic indigenous missionaries and that these are the things that we are doing uh, to try and do that. I think one of the challenges, I think you and I tend to be very cause oriented, right? If we find an inspiring cause that aligns with our vision, we're totally like sign us up for it. I think a lot of people are much more concrete, like, okay, uh, where's the user's manual? What are the dues? Um, how do I know if this is working? What am I signing up for, right? And I think that that's maybe the, and like, I'm actually okay if people say, I'm not sure I buy any of this stuff, but I agree that that is what the purpose of this group is, like to create, to develop the, the practices and models for being a strategic indigenous missionary. And he says, okay, and I don't know for sure if I want to do that or not, but I might. And so I'm just kind of ch hanging out here, listening in. And, you know, even well, the, the phrase too, thing. because I mean, I mean, I'm all for someone like David, other David. Okay, right? Not David J. Am I getting the right, the names right? David Hoffman is David, one who's been around a long time. David Johnson is the newcomer. Okay, David Hoffman. I think I think that you might have just described him. He sounds like he's much more concrete, not very theoretical, not very into a cause, but he's saying, I, you know, I see value in what you guys are trying to do, and it values me, um, and I want to be there. And I actually feel he, he speaks with a lot of authority because then he always pulls us back to the very concrete. Um, yeah. I, I think, I mean, to me, we've got to say, you know, we, we've got to have a clear vision. Like, this is what this group is about. I mean, to me, the starting point is let's revisit that whole design brief um, that you and I started with. Okay. This is what we're about. Um, and we are not just getting together to talk about it. We're getting together to build the new thing, to model the new thing. And we hope that our actions will inspire others. Our actions yeah. in our lives and our association will inspire others. Yeah, and I think that that's um, a good place to stop on. And I think this, uh, I'm gonna have conversations with Steve on Thursday and Bill on Friday. So I will keep iterating on it with them. Um, but I think that we will want to do, I guess the one thing I wanted to close with was that, would you be open to do, to adopting a more structured practice for next Tuesday? If I said, okay, this isn't just the content, but this is the format I'd like to use for who speaks when and what's on topic and off topic. Is that something sure. you might be comfortable with doing next Tuesday? Oh, I'm totally comfortable with that. What I would, I'm totally comfortable with that. Um, uh, I want, I don't know if I'll agree with the structure, but I'll try the structure and then we'll iterate on if the structure needs to change. Yeah, but just as another okay. experiment, right? Just and, and, just, uh, and the other thing I wanna, okay, yeah. No, I, my answer to that is I think that will be useful. Okay, and one thing I've been tempted is I have some friends I've done structured discussions with before moderation and things like that. And I always, every now and then I send a note out saying, hey, would you be interested in dropping in? They say, yeah, but I'm too busy right now. So at some point I might want to actually bring in an outsider just to try and uh, do the, like, like sort of the outside facilitator. Because you and I, we're both so emotionally invested. We're not the greatest facilitators. <laughs> so. Then, then um, we need to find somebody who is a facilitator. Yeah. It's like Maybe trying that's and. 
Maybe, but I think he's emotionally invested in different ways. But maybe we can rotate through in ways that'll make it work. I don't know. And, um, and I think also we need to, or maybe it's just a role, and the person who has the role needs to realize I'm the facilitator. That was the heart of my comment behind you, was not necessarily that anything of what you were saying was wrong. If you saw that message during our talk when I said, I think you're talking too much. Yeah, it no. was that, that it's what you're saying. Be a facilitator. In yeah, other and words, don't thing. be afraid of where the conversation goes, which means I'm a facilitator. I talk less. And yeah. You have to trust the process. Yeah, and, I, and I'm never sure, you know, having roles wouldn't be a bad thing because I'm never quite sure what I'm supposed to facilitate or you're facilitating. And we do a lot of it ad hoc, which is fine. But where the rubber hits the road is, okay. Well, we've we done it ad hoc to make sure it doesn't happen now. Again. So now we did it ad hoc to try to figure it out. So now let's evaluate what's worked and what hasn't and let's iterate upon that. So, you know. Yeah. That's yeah, great. And I, and I mean, I practice like even the practice of, of commenting to someone on DM, like, hey, why don't you slow down, and give a breather? Like, we've both done that for each other. And I think that, like, tell the group that, like, hey, this is a practice that we have. If we feel like someone's dominating too much, just send them a quick DM. And that's a useful thing for people to know, because otherwise they wouldn't think to do it. Yeah. All right. The other thing, and I don't know if, okay, yeah, I got to run too. The other thing, another thing I want to put a pin in is, is re-evaluating the whole live stream thing. Um, you know, I mean, I guess we're fine for right now, but uh, are we going to build an audience or aren't we? So. Um, yeah, I think, I think the short answer is that I'm not too worried about building an audience until I'm sure what we're building here. Yeah, that's that's good. I like that. That's a good answer, actually. Yeah, yeah that's a very good answer. And, and, and like throwing it out as bait because people show on, on on Facebook and it's you know it's a paper trail. But I'm not. Yeah, I think that's you know I'm really hoping that by the end of season three we will have something concrete enough that we can actually start you know putting some weight behind it. But until then, I think it's uh, the gift of anonymity, and I fully intend to exploit it by making as many mistakes as I can now but hopefully different ones each time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. We'll make it. All right. Make it, yeah. All right. All right. Okay, sounds good. Okay, God bless you. Bye. And this is recorded. We can put this up. Okay. Sure, you can put this up. You can put this in a podcast and share it with everybody. So, all right. Bye-bye.